Uh, time to chat some NBL 1 West. Uh, the Joondalup Wolves, we know how strong they are and how they're tracking. Uh, they're a well-run organisation and it's a big uh, season coming up from, for them to talk all about it and how they're tracking heading into it. It's their CEO, Andrew Somerville. Hello, Andrew. Hey. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Good, good. I uh, feel a little bit funny following the Super Bowl. Uh, that's a pretty, pretty, pretty big uh, event. So, yeah, glad glad to be on after that. <laughs> no worries. Uh, great to have you on the program uh, this morning. Uh, big season coming up for the Joondalup Wolves. Things are tracking well. Uh, it, the move with the uh, HBF Arena, tell us a little bit about that and uh, what it means uh, for the, I guess, the Joondalup Wolf, uh, Wolf supporters. Yeah, we've uh, yeah just recently announced that we're um, moving just to to a different show court in our in our venue. There's sort of two show courts in our venue: one that seats about a thousand, and one that seats uh, two thousand. So um, yeah, it became pretty evident last year that uh, we had sort of outgrown our our current spot uh, with the thousand seats. We most of our eight of our eleven games were were sellouts, and we had some. Uh, you know, ridiculous sort of uh, crowd numbers and people lining up out the door and people sort of arriving four or five hours before tip-off to get a seat. So, um, yeah, we decided late last year we uh, would would move over to the new side and, um, yeah, there's a lot of work to be done before it's sort of, uh, you know, up to up to scratch and there's a few upgrades that are going to be happening and venues worse than the state government have contributed to that. So hopefully once it's all done, it'll be a fantastic uh, venue. It must be exciting as a club to have to look at going to the court that's going to give you more capacity because you, you, you're overfilling it, obviously. Yeah, it's, uh, it certainly is. It's a, it's a good problem to have. And, yeah, we we certainly dealt with it last year where we were sort of turning away a few people and uh, some people, we had a few unhappy customers that couldn't get seats and couldn't get tickets. So it's uh, certainly generated a problem. But, yeah, as I said, it's a good problem to have. And, yeah, certainly really exciting for us. You know, I'm uh, sure a lot of... A lot of clubs would, uh, you know, love to sort of have the support we have. And look, don't get me wrong, all clubs' numbers have gone up and their supporters and their crowd numbers have increased, but ours has, uh, yeah, just probably gone that, that next level. And, uh, yeah, look, we're certainly, you know, not realistic. We're, we're realistic, sorry, that we're not going to, uh, you know, fill the 2,000 seats all the time every game. But if we could get a couple of uh, couple of sellouts in a 2,000-seat arena this uh, this season, that would be fantastic. Were the national uh, championships that finals that were played there? Is that something that also, I guess, put you on the map and allowed you to look at using more of the courts? Yeah, it was. It sort of a, was a bit of a test case for us, I guess, because we obviously we know that facility is there, and uh, we sort of talked about it, you know, moving over, but we just weren't sure logistically if it was going to be possible and uh, what what the game night experience would be like because it is quite a big space and. You know, if it's not full, it can be a little bit dead. You know, it's like probably it's like putting a thousand people in RAC or Optus. You know, it's uh, it's going to look very empty and a bit dead. So we wanted to make sure that we could you know dress it up and fill it and uh, you know make sure we had a, an inviting sort of um, atmosphere and environment on game nights. So using the the nationals as a bit of a test case where you know, that nationals attracted uh, you know highest crowds. I mean, it's only in its second year, but it's had the highest crowd uh, than than previous year, and it sort of gave us just a good understanding and a good uh, yeah test case, like I said, for for what it might be like for us, and we were able to sort of yeah um, make the decision based on the back of that. And how's the uh, whole club tracking heading into 2024, the NBL One West season? Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, going really well at the moment. The teams are both uh, in the middle of uh, pre-season. Our, our men's team have uh, sort of 
you know, remained uh, fairly, fairly similar to what they were last year, and uh, we've still got one import spot to be announced in in, in the men's side. But uh, yeah, pretty, pretty strong core coming back from last year. There's, there's certainly been a few changes, as there always is. But our men who just fell short in the grand final to Geraldton by I think six points, so they uh, they're going to be out for uh, revenge this year and are looking very strong. And, and our women have sort of undergone a, a bit of an overhaul. We've we've changed our coach and changed probably you know ninety percent of our roster. And um, yeah, there's uh, going to be a lot of fresh faces, but we've sort of wanted to uh, I guess reinvigorate and sort of uh, just you know change direction a little bit with where our women's program was heading, even though they've been incredibly successful, finishing in the top three the last two seasons and second the year before that and one at the year before that. We just thought, uh, yeah, we just needed a little bit of a cultural shift and a bit of a shift to, uh, yeah, change things up a little bit. So, yeah, we'll uh, see how the women go, but we've still got a couple more high-level announcements for them um, as well, but we've signed some pretty decent players with that, and particularly Emma Clark, who's playing in the WNBL for the Sydney Flames at the moment. So looking forward to see how uh, Emma and the rest of the girls go. Is that exciting to know how proactive you can be to sort of look at uh, changing what you're doing with the women slightly, even though you have been so successful? Yeah, it's sort of. I mean, look, we don't shy away from the fact that we you know, expect success and want to be at the top every year, and um, you know, we certainly uh, have the the resources and the and I guess the opportunity to do so. And yeah, when it just uh, just uh, you know, don't get me wrong, there was nothing, no problems or nothing wrong with our women's team over the last couple of years. But it just sort of gave us an opportunity to go. Well, what do we need to do? Take the next step. Uh, you know, what do we need to change? What do we need to look at? And unfortunately, you know, our, our coach Marcus Wong at the time isn't available in the, in the preseason, and we we determined that because he's uh, with the WNBL team, and we determined that was a pretty big reason as to why, you know, we might have been falling short. Just not having a coach for the preseason was a big issue, so we just wanted to yeah change direction a little bit, change tact, and just uh, assess where we're at. And we hopefully, uh, you know, making a few minor changes will will be better off in the in the long term. That's for sure. A few people signed, but one of the big ones, CJ Turner, you've signed him on for the twenty twenty four and twenty twenty five season. How exciting is it to have him on board? Yeah, he's uh, you know he's a really good guy, a really good player, and he's been one of the top five guys in the league sort of every year in scoring and rebounding. And uh, you know, I think he just missed out on All Star Five selection this year, but made it last season uh, or this last season. Sorry, and missed out um, just recently. But uh, yeah, he's uh, you know he's a really good player, multi level scorer. Can you know can can defend multiple positions. He's just any he's just a winner. He's got a high IQ, and um, yeah, he really he's really an important part of what we're doing at the moment. Exciting times ahead and not long before we do kick off the NBL 1 West season in the back end of March. Looking forward to it. Hopefully another successful season for the Joondalup Wolves and thank you for joining me this morning. Appreciate you having me on. Thank you.